Welcome to the Good Vibes Club, a normal girl's guide to living your best life and being the best version of yourself. Whether you're listening on your commute, out on a hot girl walk, or curled up on your sofa, open your mind and get ready to feel those good vibes. I'm very excited to be back for episode two and still finding it slightly strange sitting in front of the microphone, but I think strange in a good way. I'm very excited, a little bit nervous and ready to just talk your ear off for the next however long this podcast goes on for. But I hope you enjoyed hearing some of the daily habits last week and all those little things that help to keep me in a positive headspace and keep those high vibrations going. Because let's be honest, high vibrations are the best way to live your life. You want to be on the highest frequency to attract high vibration people and just live with those goddamn good vibes. So if you haven't had a chance to listen, I recommend just heading back an episode because it will give you a little look into my daily positive practices and just a kind of roundabout listen into how I try and up my vibrations every day, how I stay positive and the tips and tricks that I like to stick to that just help me to really find positivity again on days when I'm maybe not so positive. So if you haven't had a listen, head back. But since I recorded the last episode, I've actually added one more habit in, which is a phone-free half an hour before bed where I journal for 10 minutes and then read a book for 20. So if you didn't know, I am quite a bookworm. I really enjoy getting into a book and just kind of escaping reality for a little bit. So I'm currently reading One Good Thing by Alexandra Potter, which is a good read. I have to admit, it's quite a lengthy one. I think it's like 400 pages. So it's taken me a little while to get through, but it is one that I'm enjoying. I just, I don't think it's my favourite, which is maybe why it's taking me so long, but I thought 20 minutes an evening is quite doable after I've journaled and just written down my thoughts for the day, which if I'm honest, I'm not journaling with much intention at the moment. I probably will in the future, which I can talk about kind of as and when we get into it, but I'm just journaling with the thought process of whatever enters my mind goes on the page. So if I had a quote that day that I really liked, I could write it down and just go from there or if something's happened and I may be a bit anxious or if something really nice has happened or I just you know just getting the words on the page and really focusing on just emptying my mind for 10 minutes and then just soaking up a good book and sometimes to be honest I probably will add like a self-help book in there but I just I do find self-help books a bit harder to read so I normally opt for like your non-fiction ones um and typically I'll just get a self-help book on audible because I find them a bit easier to digest when it's going into my brain via audio. Does that make any sense? Like I just find reading the actual book really hard to get through. Whereas when I'm listening, I feel like I soak it up a little bit more, but I will update you over time how I get on with this because I don't know if it's going to be a habit that sticks. Hopefully it sticks and then I can make it a habit that becomes like an hour before bed or something. But for now we're going half an hour because it sounds a bit more doable. But this week's been really nice and slow. So having a habit like that really helps. And I've found it so far to be more therapeutic than I thought because just getting my thoughts out in the evening, even if it's nothing bad, just helps to offload a little bit. So it's been really nice. But if I'm honest, I've not really done anything this week to need to offload anything. Like I've binged the hills, I've seen my friends, I've barely put makeup on or done my hair this week actually. I've lived in my hoodies and sweatpants and it's been the best time ever because I've just been trying to get on with lots of admin bits and like video edits and stuff because I'm off to Dubai in a few days time and I really want to make sure that I've backed up content and replied to emails and all that kind of stuff. Which nicely leads us into this week's good vibe which is managing to sort out my outfits for the trip to Dubai ahead of time which I did not think I would be able to do but for some reason I'm so inspired by summer outfits and I thought it would be a challenge because 
I don't know about you, but when I'm in one season, I can't comprehend dressing for another season. So I find it really difficult to pack. So like if I'm in summer and I'm going somewhere that's a bit colder, I mean, that doesn't really happen, but more so the other way around, like if it's winter and I'm going somewhere hot, it's so difficult to be wearing coats and freezing in your house and then think about packing a bikini. It just blows my mind a little bit, but for some reason this time I found it easy, which is baffling because it's never been easy before. So I've got all of my outfits planned out in my head. I've got little notes on my phone that kind of lists everything that I need to pack, all the outfits that I've got as options. And then I can just pick the ones I like the most, try some bits on, throw it all in a suitcase, which is exactly the way it needs to be. Stress-free, throw it all in and you know what's there. I have been known in the past though to just throw in loads of random clothes and make it work. And that might work for some people, that stresses me out a lot. I like to be the person who has all of my outfits planned for the trip. I like to know exactly what I'm wearing with which other bits and just feel like I've got my life together because my suitcase is organized. Like I hate living in mess and clutter. But saying that, I actually only started hanging things up on a trip recently. I used to go away for like a week and still live out of a suitcase and now I hang things up and it's changed the, my life. Like it's honestly, I just don't know how I ever didn't do it. It's just such a game changing thing. So if you are someone like me who used to live out of a suitcase and not unpack, I promise you, unpacking is so much more worth it than messing up the whole suitcase and then not being able to get it back in. Like it all fits again, but if you unpack it all and hang it up, you can actually see what's there and it just, it makes the whole process way more enjoyable. But for today's episode, I thought I would talk to you about the lucky girl syndrome and how to start manifesting in a way that really works for you. Because I think the idea behind manifesting can be quite daunting. And when I've spoken to people before, they've said they really like the idea and they want to manifest, but they're not really sure how to make it work because as much as you want to write down and have these vision boards that say, I want a mansion, I want a million pounds, I want to have a baby, whatever those things are, I'm talking in extremes, but you know what I mean. So it's quite difficult to actually get those to appear in your life. So it's very easy to write them down and say them, but actually getting them to become a reality is something that some people struggle with. So I thought I would really get into the nitty gritty of it today and teach you how to manifest and talk to you about the idea of the lucky girl syndrome, which is something that I've started to live by recently and seen great results from actually. But I did, uh, to be honest, initially think it's just a TikTok trend that's a kind of take on manifestation that's just a bit like wishy-washy but it is a really good way to make it more bite-sized and attainable so if you haven't seen about the lucky girl syndrome it's basically the idea that you have to live like you've already got it and just say those affirmations every day that you are the luckiest person in the world and good things happen to you all the time and you're just so lucky but to make it work is a different story so I actually listened to a podcast recently and they were talking about the idea behind this lucky girl syndrome and how it's all very well to be like, I'm so lucky, lucky things happen to me, like amazing things happen to me, I'm so grateful, everything good is happening in my life, but actually living like that lucky girl is what you need to be doing. You need to be thinking, what does a lucky girl think when she wakes up in the morning? What does that lucky girl's life look like? Does she have to do anything or is, do things just effortlessly flow to her in abundance? Is she just making money with her eyes closed? Like, is she a lady who lunches? You've got to really embody what being a lucky girl means to you. And it just kind of lets things happen a little bit more seamlessly. So for example, I... 
I tend to slip into negative habits quite a lot and I do live a very positive life, don't get me wrong, like I'm a very positive person, but I do find that sometimes I can catch myself in a negative thought process, which is completely normal. But I started recently just thinking like, no, I'm going to I'm going to try this lucky girl mentality from TikTok and see what happens. And the last few days I've been just constantly thinking throughout the day, oh, I'm so lucky. Good things just keep happening to me. I'm the luckiest girl in the world and I just, everything I want just happens. I'm just so lucky. And I kid you not, the weirdest things keep happening. Like it just has made sense. Like I've noticed certain brands coming through that I wanted to work with that I hadn't maybe worked with before and making more money on certain things than I usually would make and just noticing like bigger amounts of money in my bank account and just weird little things and even down to things like wanting to spend more time with my friends and suddenly my friends just want to spend loads of time with me. And it's just weird how when you shift your mindset and you start using those daily affirmations mentally as well as outwardly. So I'm talking like in your brain when no one else can hear it, telling yourself that you are that lucky girl rather than just outwardly telling everyone that you're a lucky girl, if that makes sense, because you have to also be thinking these things to get them to work. So if you're in a dialogue is not positive and happy and giving off those lucky girl good vibes year outward life is also not going to be giving off those lucky girl good vibes it's going to be doing whatever is in your brain because your brain doesn't know the difference between past present and future it only knows the now so you have to talk to it like you already are that lucky girl you are already getting all those amazing things you are already living that abundant lifestyle and you are the luckiest girl in your life you have to just believe it and you have to talk as if you've already got it. Trick your brain because it's typical. It's like that saying that we've all known from the beginning of time. Fake it till you make it. And it's so true. I thought I'd break this down into a few easy to digest points to really give you the absolute core basis of how to manifest. And I've tried to make this as simple as I possibly can using tips and tricks that I've picked up along the way, books that I've read, just sharing the abundance of knowledge that I seem to have collected over the last few years and try and really help you with how to start on the journey because once you get it, you just get it and it just starts to work. So the main thing I would say is getting yourself a vision board, which you've probably seen everyone and their wives talking about all over the internet this year. It seems like 2023 was the year of the vision board and everyone seemed to do videos on how to make them, but I would really advise getting yourself a vision board. There is a video on my YouTube of how I make my vision boards if you want to check it out, but I basically start with a piece of paper and I'll put the time frame on the piece of paper in the middle. So 2023, I do mine yearly. You could do them five yearly or however long you want. And I start by writing big goals and then I branch off from those into more bite-sized chunks. So for example, I always use this as an example because it's the easiest one, but if you wanted to buy a house, you could start by saying buy a house. And then from that, you could describe the house that you want and you could put like three bedroom, etc. But you also need to break down the steps that will get you there. So the more realistic goals. So for example, if I wanted to buy a house this year, which I don't think I will, it'll probably be next year, but I would start by saving money because I need to save money for a deposit and all the solicitor fees, etc. before I can even think about getting the house and looking around any. So that would be one of the goals. So I could put on a vision board a picture of the house, but also a picture of my bank account, for example. You want to aim big, but also keep the realistic goals, which just get you to that point. So like I said, the house, but also the savings account. And I would also say to add pictures on your vision board, not of a house's exterior, 
but like elements that you want that house to have so you could have a three-bedroom home on the front but you don't want to manifest that exact house you want to manifest things that the house will have so things like a big claw bathtub you might have like you know the big like standalone ones you might have a picture of a big garden or two parking spaces out the front or the dream kitchen that you'd love to have or one thing I think I would do on my vision board which I haven't done yet because I'm not buying houses yet but I would add a pin on google maps of the area that I want to buy the dream home in because I think that's also quite quite important like location is a big part of buying a house and it also helps to focus on getting you there and typically I use Canva which I think a lot of people use it's an app and a website that you can use to make honestly anything like you can make anything on this app but I use it to make my vision boards because you can just go on Pinterest find like aesthetic pictures that match what you're trying to do and then you can pop them on Canva and it's also quite good for for example the savings account thing you can just screenshot a picture of your savings account and then you could go on Canva and like cover up the number with the number that you want in there if that makes sense so like showing your account with that amount in so you're seeing your account with that in every day rather than actually physically having it right at that moment Um, And I find that really helps. I really do enjoy a vision board. Like I said, I have mine digital, so it's my phone background and my computer background, but I do know a lot of people still use paper ones. And if I had a printer, I would absolutely be printing it off and putting it somewhere that I see every day, but I do not have a printer. So it stays digital and it stays at my 1 million glance a day disposal because I look at my phone a lot. But the next thing is to write daily gratitude, which I mentioned a lot in my last video. And daily gratitudes just really help to keep you on a high vibration. They help to keep the universe realizing that you are on the wavelength of being grateful for absolutely everything. You are expressing gratitude for everything in your life and you are just in an abundance already. So why would they not just give you more? Like the universe is seeing that you are grateful and seeing that you are positive and happy. And if you are radiating that positivity and happiness, you will get it back tenfold. Like I don't know about you, but if I'm ever in a really negative mindset and I just feel like everything is doom and gloom and I'm just miserable, everything makes me more miserable and more bad things keep happening. Like it's just a weird way that the world works. Like negativity attracts negativity. And one of my really good friends actually said to me before, what you think about you bring about. And it's so true. Every time I would get negative around her, she'd be like, Jess, what you think about you bring about. So you need to start thinking good things because we need to bring them around. So I honestly think that is one of the best phrases ever. And I think daily gratitudes is the most important part of starting a manifestation journey. And if you don't listen to it already, Francesca Amber, who runs Law of Attraction Changed My Life, one of my favorite podcasts. I think she makes it the most achievable, bite-sized, real way to talk about manifesting. Like, I just think she's a babe. I love her so much. Her podcast has just given me so much joy over the year. And she did one recently where she was talking about the, the ways that you should do gratitude and how it is just the fundamental part. And it's so true. I feel like there's always so much to learn about the law of attraction as well and just manifestation in general. So I would say to always do your research. And if you are someone who is very new into manifestation, you just really want to learn the basics because it's just baffling you. The Secret is a really good place to start, which is a book by Rhonda Byrne, but it's also a documentary like movie on Netflix, which is really, really good. Uh, Not Netflix, sorry. It's on Amazon Prime. That one's really good to pay attention to. Or Roxy Nafusi's Manifest book is also amazing. You've probably seen it online. It's an orange book that just says Manifest 
everyone owns it but the secret is really good because it's basically the bible of the law of attraction and it's what pretty much everyone uses as like their bible but if you want something a bit more current and easier to digest then i would say manifest is really good because it's just written in a more modern way where it is a newer book and i think the secret's quite old now Rhonda Byrne has a habit of waffling she's my girl you know we both are on the same wavelength on that one we both waffle till the cows come home but roxy nafusi's one just makes it a little bit easier to understand and she has actually just released a new one called dive deeper which i need to order i haven't read it yet but apparently it's more kind of going deeper into the world of manifesting literally as it says on the tin you're diving deeper into that manifesting life i'm a bit of a knowledge sponge so i really enjoy watching youtube videos where they talk to manifestation coaches like tony robbins and really grill him about what manifestation is and how to make it work for you and i just really enjoy learning more about it and i think the more that you know the more it works for you. So I definitely recommend doing a bit of research. But honestly, gang, one of the best things you can do is just alter your mindset because that lucky girl syndrome ain't working unless you're working too. Like you have to focus on your mindset and you have to try paying attention to your thoughts when you're being negative and switch the narrative. It sounds really difficult to do, but when you start, like I'll give you one little task. So tonight, go away from this podcast and just pay attention to your thoughts. So as you're kind of going about your daily life, just every now and then pay attention to what you're thinking about because you might be, I don't know, cooking dinner and you could notice that your mindset is like, oh, I really don't want to go to work tomorrow. I can't be bothered to go to work. Oh my God, it's so much hassle. I can't be bothered to make my packed lunch and oh, I've got to do the washing and oh, I really hope that so-and-so is in a good mood and I can't be bothered to see my friends. Like there's so many negative things that are probably going through your mind rather than thinking, I'm so grateful to be making this meal and I'm so grateful that I've got the money for food and I'm so grateful to have a nutritious meal that's going to fill my body and fuel me and give me those good vibes and I can't wait to go to work in the morning because I'm so grateful to have a job like it's honestly just about switching that narrative and just really trying like I honestly can promise you hand on heart one of the times in my life when I've made the most difference through manifestation is when I have been expressing gratitude every single day and when I've been actively working on my mindset and I used to drive James insane because I'd ask him how his day at work was and he'd be like, oh, all right, like, yeah, it wasn't bad. And I was like, no, no, we're going to flip that narrative and you're going to tell me something positive that happened today. And I kid you not, over time, those conversations of how have you got on at work today have changed and they're so different now. Like, I'll call him, <laughs> granted, he's probably still not having the best time every day, but when we have the conversation it's way more positive and it'll be like oh yeah I actually got loads done today or oh it actually wasn't as busy as I thought or whatever it is and it's really nice to just have like a more positive outlook and yes I am that annoying friend I am that friend who whenever you've got an issue or you come to me and you're being negative I will absolutely try and make you be positive like I will flip that narrative and I will make sure that you see the positive in every single thing <laughs> as annoying as it probably is I really do do that and I think you probably know from my vlogs and stuff like even if I'm having a moan on a vlog which I think I do from time to time everyone does we're human for god's sake but I really do like say the negative and I'll as I'm talking just flip it to a positive and make it into something good and it's just it's just a habit that's happened over time and it's not something that happened instantly like it's took me it's took me a long time to train my brain to be more positive brain training. Do you remember that game on Nintendo DS? That's literally what it's like. You are training your brain to be different and to react differently to things. And God, all I can think about now is that Nintendo DS game. I remember playing that actually and um, it telling me that I had the brain of an 85 year old and I was really upset and I was about 15. No, I must have been younger than 15. I must have been like 12 or 13 because I was quite young. But I remember being so annoyed that it thought I had the brain of an 85 year old. So I used it religiously every single morning because I was so upset. <laughs> 
I feel like we've got really deep in this episode and I feel like it's gone very like I feel like I've been in a little trance for the last 20 minutes just like really getting into the gritty of this and I could honestly talk about manifestation all day every day I love it it's such a massive part of my life I'm a very spiritual person I don't know if many people know that about me but I really do enjoy learning about the planets and learning about when the moon's in certain phases and I've got crystals all over my house and I actually the other day was there was a full moon it well a new moon it wasn't a full moon it was a new moon in Aquarius and I put all my crystals on the windowsill in the bedroom to charge them because you're supposed to if you don't know if you're not into crystals then ignore this it probably sounds cuckoo but you're supposed to put your crystals on a windowsill and charge them in the moonlight if you have a new moon just to kind of give them their power back because I'm really into crystals I think they're amazing and I think they are powerful in what they need to do um and I looked at James and I was like do you think I'm crazy because I'm putting these crystals on the windowsill to charge them and he was like I'm just used to you by now and I was like thank you so much (laughs) but he also gets it like he's started to understand crystals a bit more and I think where I've explained a lot of stuff like some of them are so powerful so I've actually got a black tourmaline and black tourmaline is known for removing negative energy so you're supposed to wear crystals on you and you're supposed to have them in certain parts of your home so you're supposed to put it above your door frame on your front door on the Like as you're looking at the front door from the inside, it's on the left and it stops negativity entering your home and it basically like washes it from your outside of your house. So if someone's coming in with negative energy, it stops you absorbing the energy. And then when you wear it in your bra, it kind of does the same thing. So I'm I'm just big on all that kind of stuff and I'm just big on spirituality. So we're probably going to talk about that quite a few times within this podcast, but I also do want to make sure that we're still talking about the other stuff. But I just, I couldn't start this podcast without giving you a hefty little episode on manifestation and I really do hope that you've got a good insight into how to begin manifesting and I will link my YouTube video in the show notes where I talk more in depth about it because that's like I think a 20 minute video specifically on that one topic but I really do believe that you have to start by getting those basic things in place like your vision board and your daily gratitudes because you need to be grateful and you need to be positive because you have to act on that higher vibration you have to bring about that energy that you are really high vibe up your space, up your vibration, like just bring those good vibes. Like if you haven't read Vex King's Good Vibes, Good Life, that's basically what he talks about is like you have to just be on that good vibe all the time to live a good life. And it's so freaking true. You just have to live the good vibes. So why we called this the Good Vibes Club podcast, guys, I literally named it the Good Vibes Club because I want everyone to be good vibes. I like good vibes, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. Okay, guys, the end of the podcast, you know what that means. We are going to talk about our good vibe task of the week. And I've actually got two for you this week. So the first one is to get yourself a notebook and start writing your gratitude list. Whether it's three things a day, two things a day, 20 things a day. I want you to start writing a few little things every single morning that you are grateful for, because I promise you, you will notice such a big change in your life across the course of the week. And I promise you, by the time the next podcast rolls around, you will feel so much more high vibe and you'll just feel like you've had a really positive good week like you'll just feel like your energy is higher and your weight is less like you know when you just get that really heavy feeling when you're negative like that will go that will just go but I do also have one more task for you I know that I said I'd do one a week but this week we're gonna have a double whammy because I want to make an episode that is answering your questions it doesn't have to be just about manifestation I want it to be like an all-rounder so we could talk about pretty much everything and anything that you want like you can literally ask me anything 
and I will try and answer as many as possible. But you can ask me via the podcast Instagram account, which is at thegoodvibesclub.podcast. So at thegoodvibesclub.podcast and send me a DM and just start it with question and then just ask me whatever it is you want to ask and I will do as many as I can in the next episode. And hopefully we get quite a few. I'm thinking maybe like six to 10 would be a good amount and we can answer them as quickly and in depth as possible um but we'll see how we go but i hope you enjoyed this episode guys and hopefully you are looking forward to episode three and i cannot believe i've just filmed my second ever podcast oh my goodness but i'll speak to you next week on another episode of the good vibes club bye guys (laughs) 